Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. All right, we're going to get started here in a second. That was... Uh, the wildest game <clears throat> I think I can remember um, the Fire ever playing. Uh, if we can go by the broadcast, this is the first time the Fire have won back-to-back road games in 10 years. So that's wild. Uh, I'm Alex. Pat's here. Um, Pat, have you uh, avoided hyperventilating? Yeah. That, what What did we just What did we just witness? I think I texted you. It had basically every element of a Liga Emekis match. The goal scoring, referee, lack of control, fighting, uh, change of leads, garbage on the field. There wasn't like a dog that ran on the field at any point, but like that was all of the elements that you love from a great Mexican league game. And it was between the fire and Charlotte in their first ever matchup. It was insane. Yeah. I mean, that could not have uh, started any worse. <laughs> like the, we could not have made up the, Oh, okay. So Rafa Shios is back in healthy health and safety protocols again. Um, what's the worst thing that could happen? And, and the worst thing that can happen is Johnny Bornstein and Mauricio Pineda both forgetting how to play soccer in the opening thirty seconds. Um, and then magically, Casper Shabilko looks like his old self the first time all year. Shakiri's looking like the version of himself that played for Bayern. Did you say ten uh, assists now on the season for Shakiri? Yeah, double-digit assists for Shakiri. That's which suddenly is st- starting to look pretty good for a guy who we were really criticizing there for a while. He he yeah, looks I mean, different. If, yeah, it, he's on pace. I think he's on pace for twenty goal involvements, which is kind of what you wanted. I don't know if this is going to look the way we were hoping it would look in terms of like how you'd get there. But the Fire are currently, as it stands in sixth place in the Eastern Conference. Got to watch that Philly-Cincinnati game. It was 0-0 last I saw. Uh, the fire will stay there if Cincinnati doesn't win that game. I think they will they might drop Cincinnati's the- winning. Oh, well, okay. So, so the, the fire, fire will be no worse. It looks like. But we'll yeah, be fire will be no worse than seventh by the end of the night, depending yep. on how that game goes, because Orlando's going to lose. Um, I guess, Pat, let's, let's start with Casper, because... Man, has he not looked like the player the fire signed all season? And I then, heard, yeah, I, I heard there might have been a medical thing going on with him, and he might have had a little procedure. I don't have a whole lot of details on it. A couple of weeks ago, when his um, when his baby was was born, he he might have had something tweaked. I don't have a ton of details on it, but he looked not only did he look cr- like he looked faster and crisper and more athletic, 
maybe it was just the fact that he was back in the starting lineup after John Duran was out, which I, I don't know this for sure, but I have to assume it might have been because of his comments on Instagram that he got a little bumped down, um, bumped down to uh, the bench, and, and Casper just wanted to capitalize. But whatever it was, that's the guy we were hoping for uh, when we signed him. Uh, and, you know, Shakiri has suddenly sprung to life. Mueller's been good since he joined. Um, the, you know, I, I think this game is 3 nothing if if Sheehus is there, honestly, because he, he's going to, yeah. you know, I, he'll have that buttoned up. But what what a game. And, and just the – so after the Columbus game, I wrote about this on the website. We're in the locker room, and, and one of the few guys that sticks around is Mueller, and he was really – really upset and really wanted to talk about the the team's lack of fight. Something has changed since then. Apparently there was a, there was a big meeting after that game. Yeah. Cause the, that's right about when yeah. uh, Shakiri's attitude changed. Yep. Shakiri goes from like kind of apathetic. I'm above yep. this to like really invested in playing no look first time passes on a dime. He, like he, he, absolutely. So something they, everybody bought in Ezra holds a meeting. I wrote about this a little bit. Everybody buys in to what they're trying to do. And since then, five games unbeaten, four wins and a uh, draw, which seems absolutely insane. They've won back-to-back games on the road for the first time in almost a decade. Um, They look like a playoff team now. This looks like a playoff team. With Sheehus in there, it's definitely a playoff team, at least at this point. And lots of things can happen and lots of things can change. But this is definitely a surging team right now, and it's a lot of fun to see. The other player, I mean, obviously, Shabilko, Shakira going to get the headlines because they score the goals. Um, Fetty Navarro has been the best player on this team for, what, a month now? I mean, he is playing at a level that, yeah. like... His goal was been... beautiful today, by the way. Just absolute thunderstrike. I loved it. Didn't know he had a, had a left foot like that, so that's new. But, yeah, just the way he has suddenly been free to press and to kind of do whatever he wants and to get involved in the attack, like, that guy... That guy is, I feel like, more the story. Because, again, Casper Shabilko, established MLS goal scorer. This is what we expected the whole time were nights like this. Jordan Shakiri, you know, career Champions League player outside of, you know, the weird Stoke City experiment. Like, this is, you know, Shakiri dropping dimes. This is what we expected. Fetty Navarro turning into, you know, a dynamo pressing machine who also scores goals. Like, I, I didn't see that coming. And so... That, that to me feels like kind of like the real bonus here is, you know, this is what we've been waiting for on those other guys, but Fetty Navarro feels like the heartbeat of this team right now. I, I think the, the most refreshing thing for me, Alex, is this is definitely the kind of game they would have lost earlier this season. They oh, yeah. definitely would have lost over the last few years. Um, you, they just, they couldn't come back from, from losing positions and, and win. They would drop points from winning positions. They didn't do either of those tonight. Um, and, and, you know, it, it, it's, it, it's, there, there's, I wrote this on Twitter. There's, there's, there's fight here now. There's, there's fight, there's spirit. There's like, like the thing that Mueller was looking for, it's there now. Um, and I, you know, I don't know that they'll make the playoffs. I don't know that they won't botch this in the, in the 10 game run in that they're going to have. Uh, but at least they're not going to go down without a fight, which is what Ezra said. I, after one of the games uh, recently, I don't know what it's going to take, but I need to get my personality and I will get my personality injected into this group that, that never say die personality. We will fight till the end. They did tonight. And it was, 
And it was one of those games where we're texting back and forth with the running joke. I, I think I saw Brian Sandalo write it on, on Twitter too. They're going to need a go- another goal because we know they're going to get scored on. They didn't. They, that, when it was 3-2, they held it. And it was, you know, or the Red Bulls game was an example of another nuts game this season where they went ahead and then blew it and, and you know, dropped points and picked up only a point in that game. This one was, was different. And obviously Charlotte isn't great, but they're also not terrible. They've been a pretty serviceable team this season up until now. So, um, yeah. So I also I, I love seeing Bramp Ronico in the middle of all the scraps, see, showing that he's still got that that spirit too. He's a guy who had it. So, yeah. Uh, just excited to see the fire do some good things. It's this is this is a different group than we've experienced for many years. Yeah, Bramp Ronico, big time. Uh, got that dog in him, guy. Uh, yeah, I think yep. I saw. Alex Calabrese throw a uh, Miguel Navarro <laughs> reference on that as well, which seems fair. Um, standings update. Uh, Cincinnati is suddenly up 3-0 on, uh, on Philadelphia's. Yes. So yes. that's that's that. Um, that's fun. Meanwhile, wow. Orlando was losing 3-0 to, to New England, who, as we said on the CHGO pod this week, are basically tanking at this point. So uh, that's a bad look for Orlando. Um so, yeah, the Fire are going to finish the night in seventh place above Orlando on goal difference and above New England um, on – actually, now that I'm looking at this, the Fire are listed as seventh, but New England have a better goal difference and have played fewer matches. So I You would think, think yeah. So I think when the dust settles here, New England is actually going to get the seventh spot at the end of the night, and the Fire will technically be eighth. But, you know, still, that's a three-way tie at seven. Oh, uh, things just changed again because someone scored a goal. Um, so, I mean, I think I think at worst you're looking, the fire will be two points off Cincinnati. Um, there would currently be three points off Columbus. Columbus just took a 3-2 lead very yep. late over NYCFC. So, oh, and the goal was immediately taken off the board. So, <laughs> as refresh, you, anyway, refresh, it's, refresh. It's really congested from fifth place down, basically fifth place through Eleventh in the East is a total crapshoot. So, bottom line: Fire yeah. are going to be on thirty points. Orlando's going to be on thirty points. New England's going to be on thirty points. Charlotte's on twenty-nine. Inter Miami probably on twenty-nine. They are losing right now uh, to Montreal. It looks like so. Um, we are, uh, you know, we'll wait and see how this shakes out. But it, wherever the fire. Uh, end up they're going to be in that clump of teams on 30 points above them Cincinnati looks like they're going to go to 32 points Columbus 33 and then you got the Red Bulls and the teams that uh, the fire aren't going to catch so um yeah oh and this doesn't get any easier like if you want crunch time uh the fire's next three matches are at Philly home against NYCFC home against Montreal and the Georgie Derby like yep yep you know, one, two, and three in the conference. Yeah. So here we go, so to speak. Like this is this is going to be it. Because then after that, it's New England, Columbus, Miami, Montreal again, Charlotte again, Cincinnati in a potential playoff decider, and then New England to round out the year in the climactic confines of Seat Geek Stadium on Decision Day. Because you know that's how we all drew it up. <laughs> at least you know what the pitch is going to be. Okay, it's not going to be complete garbage like it would be at soldier field so there's yeah I, I i'm looking at the bright side of things um it's weird would you, but, you know, real quick would you rather watch the fire play on the soldier field grass all the time or the ice rink that this game was 
I don't know. This produced a really exciting game. So at least I wasn't bored to tears like I was last weekend. This was exciting and fun and entertaining. And um, yeah, yeah. I, I, what, I wrote at one point, whatever happens, I, I'm, I'm calling this the most entertaining game of the season. I think it was. So um, yeah, I, I don't, you know, when you're playing one, two, three in the conference, um, I don't know how the obviously if they if they do really well over the next three, then you really buy in that they're a playoff team. If they don't, they might still be hanging around. A lot can happen in ten games, as we've seen. Um, they could go ten games, another ten game losing streak, like they did at one point, or uh, unbeaten streak. I should un, un not unbeaten. What's the right word here? Un uh, without a win. They went ten games without a win over a three month stretch there in the season. So um, who knows? I have no idea. I I. You know, get. I'm supposed to have thoughts on this, but really, at this point, did you see this coming? Did you see two Casper Shabilko goals and a three-two win with several lead changes coming? Because I didn't. No, 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 not uh, not at all. All right. Well, we've offered uh our thoughts here, so we're we're happy to I think to hear just maybe not even questions necessarily, maybe just like what everyone's listening, what some of your reactions were. So if you want to offer any uh. Any takes or thoughts on the 90 minutes of banana soccer we just watched? You can go ahead and request. Uh, we'll start. Jake's been requested for a while, so one second here. Um, Jake, uh, if you can, you can unmute your microphone when it works, what do you got? Nope. Hey, guys, can you hear me? All right. Yes. Hey, hey. Yep. Uh, first off, wow, that was awesome. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, this is probably a very reactionary question because uh, I do appreciate High Road looks healthier, but I don't like this coming to the extent of Goody in the starting lineup. So yeah. how do yeah. we kind of toss, like kind of juggle that the rest of the season? It's a good point because, you know, High Road, I think, is getting the benefit of the doubt now because he is finally healthy and, and they want to get him minutes and see what he can do. But I think, to be fair to, to your point, Goody's been a little bit better than Hyro has in, in the two last couple of games that we've seen him. Um, that's not to say Hyro won't find his feet and, and be better, but I liked, I liked Guti better. And I think, you know, he, he probably deserves more minutes. I do think he's, he's been on kind of the outside looking in despite the fact that he's had a, a pretty solid season. So uh, yeah, it, it, it's, it's, but you know, I, I see at least what they're doing with, with this. Yeah, I'd add that I think getting him match fitness is good now that he's able to play longer. The other thing I'd say is in this run-in, the Fire are going to have two midweek games mixed in. I'm looking yep. forward um September 13th against uh, at Montreal is in the middle of a week, as is the first Montreal – no, actually, uh, the, the New England game away at New England is also in the middle of the week. The The caveat, of course, is there is the September international window, so the fire are off before their last two games. Um, so I think I agree with Pat that I think Guti's been better in the minutes, but having Hyro be 60, 70, 80, 90 minutes fit is something the fire need down the stretch. They need to be able to go four deep in that attacking three spot. It is the contrast to the center back position, which is now manned by whoever's left. Uh, Jonathan Bornstein sliding over tonight, which, as you noted, Alex, he was playing very wide 
to begin the game. He tucked in a little more. Um, I don't know if that was instructed to him because he's a smart guy. By the way, his 200th career MLS appearance tonight. But So congrats to him. But a um, little bit weird to start the game. And then um, you can really see the effect that, that she has has. It's sort of like when Schweinsteiger was here, the effect that he had over just calming the back line uh, that in that last season when Schweinsteiger was playing center back. Um, it, it's, it's a different look, but uh, you know, as far as the, the, to your question, as far as the wingers go, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not sold that he's better than Guti yet, but, but to Alex's point, yeah, he, he needs minutes and, and we, we're going to need everybody involved to make a playoff push. So I, I just, I absolutely can't believe that, they're in this position now, but it's MLS. So I guess anybody can make a run and it's just the fire never do. Yeah. I'm currently looking up what the fires international player commitments might be in that, um, in that September window. Again, there's going to be a couple of weeks off there at the end of September. Um, looking at Switzerland, they've got nations league matches at Spain <laughs> and home against the Czech Republic. So presumably you've got Jordan Shakiri going off to play in meaningful-ish matches. It's much like the United States. Those are Switzerland's last two competitive fixtures before the World Cup. So you would imagine Shakiri will be traveling. Um, as far as anybody else that really... No. Just hope he doesn't get hurt again. Last yeah, that, that's, that's really yeah. the concern right there, is that Shakiri's going to go play two games in three. Those games are on the 24th and 27th of September. So Shakiri's going to fly over, play twice in four days, and fly back yeah. with two games to go in the MLS regular season, including that game right at the end against um, against Cincinnati. Fire are up to a 37% chance to make the playoffs, according to 538. I think that was down around 7% a few games ago. So um, quite the jump. We've got another request um, from Jordan's Cavs. So I think I know what uh, <laughs> the topic of this question is going to be. Um, let's see here. Looks like this is Nick. Nick, you can uh, unmute your microphone. What do you got for us? I got a question that uh, that pertains more so to the future than the uh, present. So I just want to know what your thoughts are about this. Uh, you know, players like Jairo Torres, uh, you know, Jordan Shakiri, do you think their success, individual success at Chicago will, like, dictate any establishment of a pipeline for, like, Swiss players, for example, or any players in the those lower, like, Central European leagues and League MX? I think on the um, on the Swiss part of it, I would like to think the Lugano partnership is a two-way street. Um, uh, the one way that we've already seen well-established is that it is a place for the fire to dump contracts they don't like and that they want off the books of the MLS roster rules, which is where Nacho Aliceta is right now. And Nacho's a case where, yeah, Hopefully he can get a little better. Maybe he helps Lugano. Maybe they can sell him on for something. I would like to also think that if there's some very promising young player um, coming through at Lugano and maybe they're not quite ready for a top five European league yet, maybe that player can come over to um, to Chicago. I mean, I can't say I know Swiss youth development particularly well, but uh, the clubs generally there that – you know, that's a league like a lot of those mid to lower tier European leagues that all the talent in the league funnels to the big teams. So teams like Young Boys, for instance. And then if you do well there, 
see, you know, Jordan Peefock from the national team. You do well there. You get a move from one of those big Swiss clubs to um, to a, a Champions League level or a Europa League level team. It's generally not a league you see the best players coming out of to MLS. So that will be interesting to see, I think. Um, the Jairo Torres thing, I think, and Pat, you can off, uh, we've talked about this before. Um, the fire's disinterest in signing Latino players and Mexican players in particular for the last 10 years doesn't make any sense. Um, so I think regardless of how Jairo does, I definitely think we're going to see more, not just, you know, Mexican American players, like a lot of the kids coming out of the Academy, but I would imagine there's going to be more of a recognition of trying to scout, you know, whether it's Mexico, Central America, South America. I figured that should continue. I will say I did see a bunch of, uh, after the first goal went in extremely quickly, there was a bunch of, like, I told you so type, they should have signed a a center back uh, stuff. And, you know, if it was an international center back that they had signed, unless they did it a while ago, if you're using the benchmark of the uh, Carlos Tehran injury, they wouldn't have been able to get that done. If you're, if you're saying they should have signed somebody prior after the uh, Wyatt Amsberg injury, then maybe, but anybody they would have signed at the deadline internationally definitely wouldn't have been able to play tonight. And then um, Tehran's two to three weeks away, probably. And then if they had traded for somebody, even then it would have been very difficult for you to get them here, get them in training. Um, and then get them ready to start in a game when suddenly Rapashi has, doesn't have finds out that he's on health and safety protocol. So um, it wouldn't have mattered tonight is, is my, is my larger point. Um, you know, you can argue that they should have or shouldn't have. They, they told me that, you know, they were looking for like a number three level center back and they ended up deciding right footed center back. They ended up deciding that Mauricio was just better than the options out there. And they didn't want to tie the hands of the club or in the salary cap up long-term to, to deal with the short term, but there are people who disagree and say they should have. So um, I, I at least think that it's a it's a reasonable answer on that. And hi, Justine, I see you. Yeah, that that was um, yeah. I mean, I think Mauricio Pineda is going to be like maybe with, he's not going to be so unsung anymore. But at this point, he's very much I feel like an unsung hero. Whether it's that stat you pointed out on last week's show about how when the, he's on the field, the fire just do better. He's you know he's willing to say yes to whatever he's asked to do. Um, Another guy that's filling an interesting role lately, Pat, uh, Fabian Herbers, now late game lockdown defensive midfielder. Where did that come from? I don't know. That feels he can do things like that, though. If, if you need a late game defensive sub, I don't know that there's anybody better. Like he, he's he's a great guy coming off the bench, filling that role. You don't see it at defensive midfield often, um, but why not? He's played central midfield before in his career, so um, he, he he will do what he's asked and he will work hard and. I feel like every team needs a Fabian Herbers. Every successful team needs a Fabian Herbers. So I, I am still very high on him. There's not a starting role for him right now unless somebody goes down, but he's still an integral part of the team. Uh, Pat, you got any other uh, thoughts, notes here that we want to um, get out in the world now rather than save till next Wednesday? I don't know. It's just it, just back to the, the overall point of that was insane. That was entertaining. And for once, the fire come out on the winning end of one of these insane entertaining games. It's not the fire screwing it up at some point. It's the fire finding a way to win. And it's really refreshing and really exciting. And, you know, hopefully it continues against some of the big dogs in the East coming up. 
Well, we will have this in the CHGO Fire podcast feed, wherever it is you listen to our show regularly. If you don't regularly listen to our show, you uh, you absolutely should. We are live every Wednesday at 12.15 p.m. Central Time, um, unless otherwise noted, on Twitter and YouTube on the CHGO Sports channels. And then, as I said, wherever you get your podcasts, you can find us there as well. Everybody breathe, uh, pour yourself a drink <laughs> or another drink if you already finished one watching the waning stages of that game. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in, and we will see you all or speak to you all next week, and we'll have some more thoughts as the fire look to keep this thing going against Philly. Later, guys. We'll see you.